Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today we are recording episode 95, which is going to be another one of our craft episodes. We do have a bit of a different setup that's going to be happening for Dear Writer that we're very excited about. Yes, some, I don't say big changes, but they're not big changes, they're just some changes that we think will make everyone's, you know, experience with our podcast better, I think, and kind of listening to more what people enjoy. Did you want to go into it a little bit, Sarah? Yeah, definitely. We started thinking about how we can make the podcast better for you all, and we did think that some of our episodes, in particular the craft episodes, are quite long and you know we want it quite available to you like maybe you're commuting to work or something and so we're kind of thinking about shortening the episodes a little bit so for our craft episodes we're going to be dividing them into two and having like two halves so we'll have a part one and part two of a craft episode per month Um, we're also sadly going to be getting rid of the talking shop episodes just because that it is a a lot of homework for us to do. <laughs> but B, I also think that, you know, looking at our statistics, that um, they're probably not our favourite episodes anyways. So in place of that, we've got a really exciting thing coming up. It's not going to be every week, but we're hoping to get some more expert talks happening, experts in the industry Our first one was the last episode with Joanna Joanna Penn. So I hope you guys all enjoyed that episode. And we'll be looking at trying to secure some more experts to come on and have a chat to you guys. Sorry, I was just going to say that I think that having the expert talks does replace the talking shop quite well because that's what we were aiming for, you know, finding uh, things to talk about. Uh, from you know other people's books for helping us write um, etc etc so having the actual expert in to talk about it uh, I think is a good replacement yeah definitely beats our sometimes not so thorough reviews let's just say (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I hope you guys will, will look forward to that As I said, it won't be every week. It'll be kind of as we're able to um, secure these interviews. So we'll see how that goes. Um, And then our culture and creativity episodes, we're going to be turning more into creative exercises. So we'll just do a creative exercise. We'll discuss how it went. And we will, as usual, have the author spotlight episodes as well. So that is basically a summary of what's happening, basically the talking shop being replaced. And then on the months where we do manage to get an expert in to talk, then we'll just forego the creative exercise because I'm sure you would probably enjoy the experts more than that. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a brief summary of the changes. 
And I think it changes for the better. I'm really looking forward to the new format. Yeah, I think as, you know, the podcast grows, it's important to continue to review what's working and what's not working. Um, Not just in terms of like, you know, like it's not like we're just trying to build numbers. We are looking at our content and trying to cater to you all as an audience as to what's helpful to you and what we enjoy as well. So I hope everyone enjoys the new format. It's not so different from the old format, but just a a few little tweaks here and there as we grow. Yes. So with that, let's move into this craft episode and begin with our writing update. Um, So Sarah, how's your writing been this month? So it has been a little bit slow. I'm not going to lie. Again, just going through the Darkness Set Esprit, the third book in our series, and making comments on what things need to be improved. And there are many. (laughs) (laughs) Still. Yes. (laughs) That's that's basically all I have. (laughs) How about you, Ashley? I was going to ask, did you find that the... um... (laughs) the new amber chapter like stuck out uh yeah it did like it it definitely is probably a higher quality than the first third that i read yeah because you read the first third and then you have that and you're like oh this is refreshing and then you're like oh no (laughs) (laughs) there are definitely a a couple of um one-liners especially in that chapter that i was like they're just they're really great um but (laughs) I mean, like, it does need a, I made a couple of comments on that chapter as well, just to, you know, because I didn't want to, like, assume that it was all going to be smooth running. So I, like, read through, made a couple of, like, minor comments, continued on. So, yeah, it was generally better quality, but <laughs> unsurprising considering it was written a bit later. And, yeah, I'm kind of glad it's not just me that's been, that, you know, had some issues while reading through Darkness Set Us Free. Just, I look at some chapters and I'm like, the whole thing needs to be rewritten. It doesn't 100% need it, but like, there's lots of it that I'm like, oh, I'd really just like to like... It's just like long passages that need tweaking. <laughs> yeah. And quite a few that need <clears> just <throat> some tidying up and culling of some stuff because some get quite internal monologue and... <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in a strange headspace when I was writing the start of that book, so I don't think it helped. (laughs) I think I was a little bit, like, I think it was during COVID, for one. So definitely during COVID, stuck inside. (laughs) Yeah. And clearly being cooped up. I mean, it helped the productivity, but it didn't help (laughs) Help the quality. quality. (laughs) I was just kind of thinking that. I was like, maybe COVID wasn't the best for us. Maybe you know, like not. Some people were really, you know, got a lot done, started writing. And for us, it was more. Well, we got a lot done. Got... It was just not the best work. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ashley? Um, my dolls have been going a bit slower. Um, I did have some computer issues. Oh, dear. <laughs> 
And so it was lucky we didn't record the podcast. Um, we were going to record one earlier this week, but my laptop cord had been being a bit dodgy and like not necessarily charging. And then it like completely died. Oh, so I was dear. like, oh no, like I can't get onto my computer. I can't like get editing anything. And then none of the computer stores here had the charger in stock. Oh no. <laughs> so it was like one of those frantically trying to find a new charger then luckily I got one yesterday so okay that's time (laughs) so it was good good. I did I have been doing a bit more um editing of Price of Pandemonium I haven't gotten two uh maybe a couple chapters further uh not because it's been difficult (laughs) just been more of a time thing it's been good I guess just adding little bits here and there haven't done any massive massive changes or anything the occasional paragraph that I've just tweaked or yeah you know I found a couple random words like mistakes <laughs> okay like I found a because I'm not usually the best at picking up grammar mistakes but I did find a she remember instead of she remembered and I was like I found one because <laughs> those are the hard ones to pick up yes a missing letter or a missing word yeah, so that was that was good. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm looking forward to hopefully now that my laptop is in a more reliable condition, now that it has a charger that charges it, I'm looking forward to being able to do a little bit more editing. Alrighty, let's then jump into our main discussion today, which is going to be about world building. And given... I do quite like talking about setting, so I'm quite a, kind of excited to talk about this aspect um, of creating your novel because I think it's it's like more than just setting, if that makes any sense. I think I agree. a lot to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought we could start off with briefly going through what exactly we mean by world building, Sarah. So world building is the process where authors create a fictional world in which their novel is set. Um, Often the world is somewhere entirely new and the author must create all aspects of the world from the history, culture and magic present in the world to the types of people or creatures, flora and fauna and any magic systems. And while world building is often associated with sci-fi and fantasy, it is something I think every fiction writer takes part in to some degree. Uh, This is because when you're building your world, you're basically defining the rules of the world your novel is going to be set in. So whether it's a romance or historical fiction or like we said before, a sci-fi novel. So hopefully that gives you a bit of a brief overview about what world building is before we dig into it a little bit deeper so I thought we could ask the question this is one of the things I was sort of thinking about when I was writing the notes it's like hmm world building versus setting is there a difference between the two or are they basically one and the same what I don't know I don't think there's one 100% correct answer because there seems to be a lot of (laughs) divided opinions about this but but we could talk about (laughs) what we think well for me um I think they're linked but I definitely don't think they're the same to me world building is the act of creating the setting so 
it's more about the doing of making the setting versus the setting is where your novel is set. World building is building the fictional elements into the setting as well, whereas the setting simply refers to where the story takes place, like I just said. So world building is more about the action than the location. But I don't think world building is simply describing the setting either. So it's filling in the missing details with imagined scenes to give it a fuller and richer cultural feel. And whether your book is a sci-fi, fantasy, or based in the real world, there is always places where you're going to have to rely on your imagination and world build. Um, and even if you're extrapolating from known research, such as we do with our ancient Greece book, you are still using that knowledge to create a new scene and weave in fictional elements to build your story. Um, so in that way, I kind of think every writer, like you said, um, does use elements of world building, even if you're not doing like a fantasy or sci-fi novel. How about you, Ashley? Oh, I definitely agree. I was going to add that, I guess, to your point that it's quite like there's so much more in the world building like when you're even if you're not doing sci-fi and fantasy and you know all those big world building you know uh genres that are associated with it um because a lot of it is you know cultural and um you know the history of the place where it's taking place so I think a lot of those elements come in um and more yeah, more traditional genres like romance or even thrillers and things like that where you've carefully created these situations mm -hmm. for your characters yeah. to be in that have some sort of like history behind them. Yeah. Um, as to whether I think there's a difference between world building versus setting, I think, like Sarah said, they're definitely intricately linked, but I do think it's worth thinking about them in like two separate kind of like two separate stages <laughs> yeah. not all as one for me at least I think that's because world building takes a really holistic view of the entire world where your novel uh, is taking place while often the setting kind of focuses into the more localized area or country or whatever where your character is located or where the action is taking place. I guess in like, you know, in Lord of the Rings, you have all of Middle Earth, but, <laughs> you know, in certain aspects or certain parts of the book, the whole thing isn't taking place in the entirety of Middle Earth. You're like zoomed into sort of one zone. Yeah. Um, which is more like setting-esque, even though it's part of the more like, giant world that's out there. Yeah. Uh, I found a good, quite a good quote when I was doing a bit of research about world world building versus setting, um, and it was setting is the location in which a scene takes place. It contains all the information needed to understand what's going on in that scene. World building is where the story exists. It contains all the information needed to know that world and what happens there. So very much like big picture and then kind of like zoomed in. Yeah. That's sort of how I quite liked that analogy of it. Yeah, I can see that where, like, you know, there's that view that in some ways, like, world building is like a sum of all the settings together. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, you know, like, it's also, I feel a lot more than that and more about how the writer crafts the world together rather than just, like, you, you think of a setting and, like, to me, like, a setting could be where we are, like, you know, separately located. So Ashley's in New Zealand, I'm in Canada. This is this the setting of my life is mm-hmm. Calgary in Canada. And I go about my life, I do stuff there. But, you know, say you're an author controlling my setting, my world. Um, <laughs> you're also creating things to go in that setting. Um, and that's, to me, where, like, the world building comes into it. It's not just the things that are, that are already there. It's the things that you also place there purposefully to help. I mean, I'm kind of blurring into some other questions now but to help move <laughs> okay. like the plot forward and stuff you know because yeah you need more than just the world as it is a lot of the time mm-hmm. yeah it's not just the physical yeah. location and you know the wardrobe that I can see behind you that is important to setting <laughs> the scene of our podcast recording today <laughs> yes <laughs> And that does lead into the next question very well, which is why world building is so important for authors. So you can probably segue into that quite nicely now. Yes, so so many reasons. You know, firstly, because it's a skill that transports you as a writer and your readers to the setting. So building on what I said before, if you only relied on real world places and never built creative fictional aspects into your scenes, it would likely feel kind of disjointed, like you were just kind of appearing and disappearing in different places um and reminds me of harry potter just apparating yes bloop, 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 bloop. voila and here we are um it reminds me of a couple of like children's books i've been reading lately my we've got a lot of the mr men books and there's like one oh, called, yeah. there's one called mr daydream where um they they like go off to like these distant places like Africa and stuff and it's like and then they went to like the North Pole and then they went to somewhere <laughs> like it's kind of funny <laughs> if you do that it, it's going to feel in a novel it's going to feel kind of disjointed even though it's amusing in a child's book and even you know like there would be places that there were gaps um, and you wouldn't be able to describe or portray every place accurately and even if you were able to do this I think the setting would lack a certain kind of je ne sais quoi you know your characters need to be able to interact with the setting in particular ways to bring out themes and to advance your plot and if you only stick to the known you may not be able to do this and lastly as an author you may not want to use precise place names or the name of a particular store um, especially if it will discredit the company while you technically can um, you know there's nothing written in a law that will necessarily stop you doing that you could set yourself up for a lawsuit if you portray something badly (laughs) so (laughs) you may prefer to build an entirely new imagined place for your character within a real setting um so you know a fictional workplace home street names etc we've done that quite a few times especially in when the rain falls there's a few like, <laughs> yes. hotels that we just 
made up and businesses that they sound quite real. <laughs> yeah. We got better at doing it as we went along. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. How about you, Ashley? So for me, I kind of looked at this question as why should we, basically, why should we world build as authors? And the first thing that I thought was really important was that world building is most important for us, the people who are writing the novel. Um, It's because a lot of the work, as we'll talk about later, probably in the next episode actually, is, you know, when you do your world building, um, usually it's nearer to the beginning of when you're starting to think about your novel. And by doing that, it allows you to have a really clear picture of what the world your characters are interacting with is like. Um, It's fun being able to create whatever world you want, but it's also important to really have just a clear vision of the place you're writing your characters when you actually finally get to the act of writing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it really helps make your book feel a bit more uh, together in the early stages. Definitely. Second, um, the world you create is the world your reader's going to be immersed in. So the better you've managed to build your world, uh, the more your novel's going to be able to come to life and capture your reader's imagination. You know, if you've got lots of, if you've really thought about how your world works, uh, everything in your world's going to feel more realistic. Uh, and therefore, I think your readers will be drawn in more as well, rather than just having like superficial, you know, it was a dark forest. You're like, why is it dark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know. Give me the answers. Um, and thirdly, I think the rules and history of the world your novel is set in, these are like quite important parts of world building that we'll talk about um, in the next episode as well. They influence every decision your character has made up until the point that you meet them, but also they influence the sorts of decisions they're going to make into the future. So your character's motives end up being intricately linked with the world that you've ended up building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was kind of thinking about our ancient Greece book and the different characters in there. So we have some characters that are from ancient Greece and some that aren't. And yeah. the characters that have, you know, are born and bred in Thebes in 390, whatever BC, have a different way of thinking and would make different decisions than some of our characters from the modern world if they were put in the same situation in ancient Greece just because of, you know, the things that have happened in their past and the world that they've been brought up in. Yeah. So I think that's another reason uh, that world building is quite important, even if you don't say all of the reasons why they've made their, you know, the reasons why they're making these decisions. Definitely. So I think it's actually probably a good place to stop for this first new version of Dear Writer. What do you reckon, Sarah? Yeah, you know, I think it's just a little bit of a taster on what world building is and why it's important. Um, So you can go away thinking about that and how it's important to your specific novel and how you might um, 
you know, utilize world building in a way that keeps the readers entertained and ways that you can integrate world building into your writing. And, you know, we will continue to explore this topic further um, next week. We, yes. Yeah. So next week, we'll probably have a look at sort of the key element elements involved in world building and when you should start thinking about world building, you know, like how much world building should you do and, you know, what our tips are for creating a realistic world in our novels is the sort of things that we're going to be looking at covering next week. So tune in for that. So if you would like to be on one of our author spotlight sections, you can head on over to our website at lindersoncreations.com, hover your mouse over the podcast tab, and you should find a link to a form to apply. Yes, I will point out at this point of time, we do have um, quite a few authors sort of waiting in line for their episode to be recorded. So it definitely won't be an immediate thing at this point. Uh, We always do put out um, posts on Instagram if we have any spots available. But if, you know, you would like to apply, then you can definitely always apply and we will just put you in the next available slot. Yes. I was going to say that might actually be a good thing to consider if you've got a book coming out in a, you know, a few months time. Yeah. So if you're planning a book, like, you know, in, I don't know, about like seven, eight months time, or maybe even next year, then um, if you start thinking about that now, it could line up quite well. For your book launch, so. Yes. Come talk to us on Dear Writer. We We love having you on. Welcome anyone. (laughs) Um, If you'd like to know more about us and our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or contact us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle of Linderson Creations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone. Mm-hmm.